Did a good job. Uh, played under control for the most part. There's a couple times he looked like a rookie. Uh, typical linebacker stuff, you know, don't guess, you know, read your keys, anticipate. But he did a good job. Uh, he plays under the uh, control. When you watch him, you can see the game is not too fast for him, and that's encouraging. At the same time, he's, he's the rookie out there. He's the guy that really recognized that fourth and one play action pass and saved the touchdown by tracking it down. What was your thoughts on, on his recognition, football IQ, et cetera? Well, he has that coming in. We knew he was above the neck type of uh, player. Uh, I want more of that of him. I know he's, you know, he's a rookie and there's other, a lot of leadership in that room, but at this point, you know, talk, be more assertive. Uh, if you see some, tell the guys and just uh, jump in. And the older guys will embrace that, and he's smart. So I think guys already respect him from that standpoint, so they're ready to listen. But I'm just encouraging him just uh, you got to take on the rookie role, you know. Uh, be vocal out there, but it was good heads-up play, Brian. If a, if a veteran missed two days with Old Mister during the week, we wouldn't think as much of it. But has he missed enough already this week where you, you can't think of him as the guy for Sunday, or could you still go to him? Oh, it's day-to-day. -day. We don't know. Uh, Coach Bowles got to make that decision. I'm definitely talking to him. I tried to coach him up this morning, and, uh, you know, he's a little below the weather, but I'm giving him the game plan. He'll be up to par from a mental standpoint, and uh, – Coach Bowles got to make that decision if he is available for us on Sunday. How difficult has it been? You guys have had several. Right? You mentioned the fourth down play. I mean, there's those busts, right? It's one guy, not the same guy. Just how difficult is it as a, as a coach that, you know, that these guys have these breakdowns from game to game? Uh, it's frustrating. Um, it ain't just one guy. That that particular play and that package and that formation. You know, everybody's geared up. It looks like a run, and we need somebody. I mean, just collectively, one of them back-level guys got to smell it. And um, that separates good defenses for, you know, middle-of-the-pack defenses or bad defenses. And we need guys to make a play. That's, that would have been a big play. That would have been a turnover at midfield. Right. It would have uh, got us some momentum, but we, we missed that opportunity. One more thing on, on Cervantes. He missed those two preseason Game. For a rookie who's not going to be you know, starting or playing ahead of Levante and Devin, for him to miss those games where you would have gotten a lot of snaps, um, is that something that he's kind of trying to chase, that, that, those snaps that were missed? And, and how difficult is that? Zion went through the same thing last year, you know, and he missed a couple of preseason games. But how, how detrimental is that for a rookie, even Kalijah? Well, when you're a player and you got a great coach like he got, <laughs> no, but uh, we need them guys out there. Uh, each day is big for those guys. It's TLC, you know, tender love and care. Them guys need it. They need it. Uh, but like I said earlier, he's a smart guy. He's already ahead of the uh, the curve, in my opinion. But the more snaps, the more days, uh, the better it all form. And a lot of young guys getting uh, snaps, that's going to help us down the road. Carolina's had a, a slew of injuries at guard. They'll be on like their sixth or seventh starter at guard on Sunday. Um, you guys kind of had a similar situation with Houston earlier in the year. Is, is it that a a good offensive line can kind of hide a, a single vulnerability and just still be a, a solid unit? What, what makes it hard to take advantage of an opportunity like that? Well, we don't know them those guys uh, who's filling in. We don't have enough tape on them. Uh, that can be an advantage for them, but 
this point of the season, we just so desperate for a win. Uh, you line up, it doesn't matter. I didn't play guys off the street. Guys just got off the couch and played and did a good job. This is all pros. Uh, there's so much uh, personnel out here in this league that find these guys that can be able to play. I think guys need to really fo focus on their assignment, and uh, we desperate. We, we got to win. And I don't care Larry Allen roll out there or Joe Smo off the couch. We, we got to win. At this time of year, I mean, this is difficult on coaches, right? There's a lot of chatter, and I know you guys are kind of in the bunker just trying to win a game. But how do you avoid, you know, if you know, how does Todd Bowles react? How, how, what's the chatter among the coaches when you know what's at stake and that the six out of seven has to end and you're kind of running out of opportunity? This the culture of the league. I, uh, <laughs> you've been in this league a long time. If you get caught up in that, you know, you haven't been paying attention. And uh, we do understand winning solves everything, and uh, that's what we're concentrating on. Coach, what can you say about uh, Carlton Davis kind of having a bounce-back game of sorts? He had the interception, um, key pass breakup, and also had 10 tackles. He's a talented guy. Uh, I understand that nature of that position. It get lonely out there on that island, and you can have some rough days. Uh, one thing that was glaring, he had probably had one of the hardest hits uh, probably on the team. It's, it was so loud towards our sideline that, that uh, fired everybody up. So we was good to see that. And uh, hopefully he keep, you know, moving in the right direction. Elijah Kansas, he's a guy moving in the right direction for you at the defensive tackle. What, what do you like about his game and the growth that he's shown so far if you get recognized by the, the league? Like those defensive rookies in a moment. Well, he's talented. I, I'm quite sure you guys in the offseason heard the Aaron Donald comparison. And uh, I know they both went to Pitt, but he was on the board. He was on a lot of teams' draft board. He was a talented guy. He had tons of tape. Uh, you always hesitate because he's a little small. And, you know, since we got him, we knew how tough he is. We knew his pedigree, good high school. You know, him, Levante David, the Miami, the great Northwestern. So uh, he loves ball. And the encouraging thing, when you watch him, he's a pro. He likes he likes football. And when you're evaluating these guys, you you know, you get a lot of input. But when you finally see when he get on campus that he loves ball, you know, you kind of like, you know, good. Now let's get him coached up. Nobody cares if you're injured, right? But Devin White obviously has been playing on a bad foot. We talked to him after the game on that, you know, that quarterback touchdown where he just, you know, that illustrated how it was tough for him to stop playing and get back. As a player, like how you know you're, you're getting all kinds of criticism, and you, but you're out there for your teammates. So I know it's your job, but by the same token, you're not 100. percent How do you battle that as a player to know that well, I'm needed, but I can't be what I usually am. He got to be honest with himself. Well, uh, sometimes as coaches, we got to protect him from him. But Sunday, you got to make plays. Hurt, everybody's hurt. Uh, he knows that. Uh, He's fighting. Nobody's never going to question that since he's been here. We know he's played hurt and banged up. But on Sunday, you know, he demands it. I demand it. Everybody, the fan base, football itself, we got to make plays. Anything else? All right, thanks Thank very much. Thank you, guys.